Hi everyone, I'm Gabrielle Triano and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We'll be talking about what it means to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and how all of this helps you to do life with a living God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hi everyone, I'm Gabrielle and thanks for tuning in. I'll be sharing a message that I spoke on at the singles ministry at my church called Live Out Loud. And I just talked about a basic foundation of returning back to our first love to Jesus. I pray that you'd be blessed and I pray that this revelation would really grip your hearts, that you would have a deeper understanding of how much He loves you, and that that would change your walk with God. Lord, we thank you, God, for just each and every one of the people that are here today, Lord. God, you knew that they were going to be here, Lord. Nothing is coincidental with you, God. So I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would just fill this place, open hearts, Lord, to be attentive to you, God, and just to receive what you have today, Lord. We thank you, God. In your name we pray, amen. So guys, I was praying today on what to share, and this week has just been very phenomenal. Like, God has been really teaching me to go deeper in Him, and it's been kind of like going through back to the basics, what He's been teaching me, like how God loves us, how God loves me. It's been such a basic foundation, but He's been taking me to a deeper level within it. And so as I was praying for today, I felt like the Lord wanted me to share one simple message to you guys. How much he loves you, and that you would return back to that first love for him. And I don't believe that each one of you guys here is like coincidental. Like God already knew. Like He knows what you're going through. Like He knows that you guys would be here today, right? Like He knows the right people, the right message to speak to you. And as I was praying for you guys, like I felt like God was saying, a lot of you guys here right now are in the middle of one of the hardest times. Um, some of you guys are in a, in a season where you're waiting. You're not there yet, right? And many times we can tend to feel like in those moments, God doesn't love us. But today I wanted to share, like in those moments, the moments of hardships, the moments when we're waiting for things, the moments when things are just like, God, where are you? Those are the moments where God's love for you is burning the most. So I want to share on a passage. I was led to Jeremiah 29. So a lot of us, we know the, the cliche verse, right? Jeremiah 29, 11, where God says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord plans to give you a hope and a future. And we would think in that context, when God is saying that, things are well, right? Like maybe they're in their promised land, things are going well. But when God spoke that, he spoke that through the prophet Jeremiah. But the context of that verse, where God says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. The Israelites were in captive by the Babylonians. God was actually saying that in the midst of their greatest hardships. And the reason why is a lot of us might may think like, oh, if I'm, I'm not in God's promised land, he doesn't love me. He doesn't care about me. But the reason why God allowed them to be captive is because they had turned their hearts away from him. And he was only allowing them to go through this so that they would yield their hearts back to him. Like God loves you guys so much to not allow you to have just what you want, to have this, to gain the whole world but lose your soul. Like he loves you so much not to let you go through that. And so when I was just praying for you guys, Like, I felt like God was just saying he just wants you guys to come back to him, to return to this first love. And many times, like, the desires that we have, it could distract us from what God wants. And we see throughout the Old Testament, right, God speaks of idols, right? He always talks about how, like, he's a jealous God. He doesn't want to have idols. 
And idols today, it could be anything. It could even be your own God-given purpose, right? It could be your spouse. It could be your boyfriend. It could be your relationship. It could be your job. But, like, nothing should supersede above Jesus. Like, he loves us so much. And this week, he was just teaching me on how, like, Gabby, I am so jealous for you. We read it all in this scripture, how God is a jealous God. And it may sound like, kind of like bad, like, wow, God, you're jealous. But he's jealous for us because he sees us as his own, right? We belong to him. He has this jealous love for us. And he will do anything to put us in a position where we can just see that. And it may, it may be hurtful, right? It may be going through hardships, going through trials. But it's only for him to pull you guys back in. And if you go back to Jeremiah 29, right after that verse that I read to you guys, this is what he says. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place which I carried you into exile. So what God was saying to the Israelites is, I know where you guys are, but I, I, my plan is to take you back out of exile. The promises I have spoken to you, right? The promises that God has for the Israelites, his chosen people. He still has that for them. And for you guys, whatever you guys are going through, know that whatever promises God has, the desires that he put in you, he plans to make that fulfilled for you. Like, that's his intention. But right now, he just wants you guys to focus on his love for you. Like, his burning love for you. Like, God loved the Israelites so much. He loves us so much to not allow us to go have what we want, but that will pull us away from him. Because ultimately, it's only Jesus that could fulfill us. Everything else comes from that place of love. And this jealous love that the Lord has just been speaking to me just has really touched me. And he's really been kind of comparing this to, like, me being the bride of Jesus, right? Like, the bridegroom longs for his wife because she belongs to him. And, like, Jesus loves you guys so much. Like, he sees you guys as his bride. Or, like, how a child belongs to his father. That's how much Jesus loves you. Like, he sees you as your child. Like, he's yearning. And he just wants that time with you guys. He wants your attention. Like, if you guys, I don't know if you guys have gone through moments where, like, oh my gosh, I've seen the scripture, like, more than once. Or, like, someone says the right thing that God's been speaking to you. Like, all these things. Or, wow, that message was so spot on. Like, that's Jesus pursuing you. Like, he went out of his way. Right? Like, and if you think about it, I was just praying to God. And I was like, man, the God of the universe would be so jealous for me? Like, he would be so jealous for you guys? Like, God, like, there's no other God that ever, like, from other religions that would love us so much to go so far. Right? That would give his only son and die for us. This jealous love that he has for us, that's where he wants us to be rooted in. And in Ephesians 3, it talks about it. Where Paul says, I pray that you guys would be rooted in his love, in Christ's love. To know how wide, to know how deep his love is for us. And so I feel like today, the only agenda, it's so simple, but the only agenda that God has for me today is for you guys to know how much he loves you. For you to return back to this love for him. And to like put aside the desires, like lay it down, right? Like when we, when we truly know how much we are loved by Jesus, it means that we don't have to try hard in our daily lives. We don't have to worry about things. Right? We don't have to try and strive, um, even trying to like, pursue the desires that God has for us or that spouse that you, long, you so long for. Like all of that, if we truly understood how much Jesus loves us, we would just be at a place of rest and continuing. And even in Matthew 6, right, 
Jesus talks about, do not worry, right? Look at the birds in the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they are? Can one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? You know, think about that. What are some things in your life right now that you are desiring for, right? Passions, people, place, promises that maybe God has spoken to you, but you're not there yet? Like the Israelites, they knew God's promise for them, but they were held captive. But that that verse that we quote all day long, God was speaking to that to people in the midst of trials, in the midst of the not yets. Right, I feel like a lot of you guys here today, like God sees where you are, but that's not the end. That's like, this is not the end. And he needs you to just turn to him. Like the purpose of him placing you where you're at is for you to return and ultimately just find his love for you. That's like the end goal is Jesus just wants you to know how much he loves you. It's so simple. We all know that, but it means so much. And Paul even says that like when we really realize in Ephesians 3, if we really realize how much he loves us, we walk into the fullness of him, right? We become... We become full in him, and we become to be this light for other people as well, to display that. It's this love that captivates you. It's like this love that just satisfies, right? And and, and it's not that we don't have any other desires, right? We have other things that we want. But when Jesus becomes the first thing, everything else just flows, right? And he says, seek first my kingdom, then everything else will come to you guys. And so I really want you guys just to take the time right now just to think, you know, what are, God, like, what do you, what are things that you want me to lay aside, right? They could be good things. Like, God has been teaching me um, in regards to even with, like, Living Revelations, the ministry that I'm starting. This year has been, like, such a journey of just surrendering to God because I have so many goals, so many things I want to strive for and whatnot, and God's been teaching me to lay down my agenda for his agenda, right, to let go because it could be so easy for us to be so focused on what we want. But then we miss out what God's trying to do. And with God, he will just walk us into things. And I'm not just talking about relationships. I'm talking about even like callings that God has for you, plans, desires. You know, maybe some of you guys have desires to start businesses, um, opportunities, to own homes, to own property. Like God wants us, right, to have wealth, to be able to bless people, to be able to fund the kingdom. Like all these desires that God has for you, like that's his plan for you. He plans to give us what we just read here. Plans to give us hope, a future, to prosper, right? And Ecclesiastes, God even says that he gives us wealth, but he also gives us the power to enjoy it. Because many people in this world, like, let's say you just want to pursue what you want, you're at the end of the day, you're not even going to enjoy what, quote-unquote, the blessings that you have. Because ultimately, the blessing is Jesus. Amen. Right? And the fruit of it, the fruit of it is these things. Like, wow, God, we get to be set free. Like, wow, God, I get to do this. I get to bless people. I get to enjoy this amazing spouse that God has for you. And when I think about like my whole life, um, three years ago, like God really took me on a journey of just stripping things away from me. Like good things. Like he told me to let go of my masters, which I thought was good. That was my whole agenda. At the time I was also starting a music studio, a piano. I built it up to like 25 students, it was going on, and God told me to lay it down. I was in a relationship. God told me to lay it down. And just last night, the Lord was speaking to me. He was like, you know, Gabby, do you know the reason why I took those things away from you? Do you know the reason why I took you that place of wilderness, that place of isolation? It was ultimately just to see his love for me, to see that he was everything. And I really feel like every single one of you guys here today, like, Jesus just wants you. 
He really wants you. And our eyes are so easily focused on our desires. And God will do anything. He will go out of his way, out of his needs, to do anything to strip that away. Even calling signs. Our callings, our desires, purpose cannot speak to Jesus. And that's something that God's been teaching me. Like he even said, like, if I were to ask for like of living revelations, would you to follow me? And you know, we read I was actually reading this week about Judas. We all know that he betrayed Jesus, right? He betrayed Jesus for money. The Pharisees offered him money. But how many times have we done that to Jesus? Sell him short for our own desires, for the things of the world. You know, it's like, it's so easy for us to think of this Judah that betrayed Jesus, but like, we have to ask ourselves, are we betraying him in our daily life? In our goals? Like, every year, are we willing to go up to Jesus and like, Lord, what do you have for me this year? What do you want me to focus on? And as I continue this journey, surrendering to Jesus, focusing on him, being in that alone time, like, everything else just floats. Like, all the promises that God had for me, like, just a year ago, like, I was in a totally different place. You know, and breaking up and all the things. And, I, and God knows, and I'll just do an example of relationship. Like, God knew my desire for marriage. And when I broke up last year, I was like, my gosh, I think I'm just probably not going to be not gonna be married. I'm probably going to be single for a while and all these things. And I'm not saying God's timing. It's not the same for everyone. But in particular for me, I was just thinking, like, okay, I'm probably not going to be married until, like, way after. But as you guys know, like, God lends Michael. Like, within a year, which I never even expected. But, like, with God, we can't underestimate him. Right? Don't underestimate him. Like, sometimes we think that we're better than God and we take things into our own hands. Right? But, like, God can do anything. And he always, number one, he always exceeds our expectations. Right? Ephesians 3.20, where God says, He does exceedingly, abundantly all that we ask or imagine. Exceedingly abundantly. So we don't have to worry. Like, whatever you guys want, God's plan is actually to give you more than what you want. Like, what I have today is, like, way more than I thought I would even ever have. But it took me in a place of just laying it down and, like, attend, giving my eyes and heart to Jesus. Because that's all he wants. He wants the best for you guys. And I feel like, man, like, each one of you guys here today, like, God was saying, like, he sees you, he, he sees you so worthy. You are so worthy in his sight. You are so precious to him. You are so precious. And he says, don't let the things that are happening around you make you think otherwise. Or the things that people have spoken about you. Like, don't let that get to you. Like, the place that you're at right now, he loves you the most, he says. His love for you is so burning. So burning. So don't let your situations right now, the circumstances that you're in, define. Define that, or even what people are saying in this season. Like, he just wants you, and he loves you so much. And he's asking you to turn to him. A simple, simple message, but just so powerful. So powerful. So I, I kind of want to do things a little bit differently. Um, let's just get into prayer right now. If you guys can just close your eyes. I just want to pray over you guys. And Michael, if you want to play some music, like a, a little music in the background... I feel like the Lord is saying he's purposely put you guys in these positions. He's purposely put you in a position where you are today so that you would know that he is your true provider. God has stripped things away from you guys 
because he ultimately just wants you to see him. Like, God created you guys. He's yours. You belong to him. He sees your sins. He knows you're not perfect by the way, guys. He sees that. But that's why he said Jesus. Right? Like, when he sees you, he sees his beloved son. Like, God went out of all his way. And honestly, God says he already knew that you. He knew each and every person who would be in this room today. And I don't believe it's coincidence that this week the Lord has just been impacting my own life on his love. Like teaching me how much he loves me. Because he wants to show you guys how much he loves you. And he wants you to return to the first love. To lay down the desires. God says he knows them. He knows them. And honestly, he's placed those desires in you. But he does not want those desires to be above him. a lot of you guys being light bearers, like bearing his light. A lot of you guys, God is calling you to step out in faith. Like he says, it's time now. To let it go and to pursue, just to pursue him. There's people here even today that you feel like you're not worthy enough to share the gospel, to share him. But I feel like Jesus is saying, like, no, he's calling you. Like, each one of you guys here. You feel like you're so unworthy, right? You feel like you've been in this place, like the Israelites, in captivity. Like, God, where are you? But God says, I'm here, I see you. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Right? Like that Jeremiah 29, 11, God is speaking that to you right now, in your season right now. This is for you. Yes, this is for the Israelites thousands of years ago, but this is for you today. God says, for I know the plans I have for you. The plans that God created for you. So why are you striving, my child? Why are you worrying? Don't you see that I love you? Yeah, God's been speaking a lot of, like, potential. Like, there's this lack, a lot of you guys feel like he, there's this lack of potential in you. And he's saying, like, yeah, you can't, you can't do it all. But him through you, he can do it all for you. God wants to live in you. The reason why God's, God wants you to surrender all to him is because only through him that you can even gain, walk into your promise. Right? Throughout scripture, we see God saying to Moses, when he asked Moses to go back and to go to Pharaoh so that his people may be set free. God doesn't go and say, like, oh, Moses, it's because you're so good. He says, no, I will be with you. I will put the words in your mouth. I go before you. So Jesus is saying, if you're not making this all right now, how can you walk into your promise? How can you be a light to this world? How can you bless other people? We are nothing, guys. I am nothing. We can spend so much time reading the Bible, but if we miss Jesus, we miss it all, guys. Jesus even tells us at the end, many people will say, Lord, Lord, I know you. God, I heal people. God, I do miracles. But Jesus says, go, for I don't even know you. Guys, what does that mean? It means that they miss 
not about going to church. It's not about doing ministry. It's not even about healing or doing all these things. It's just about Jesus. It's Jesus that he wants. And everything else will flow from that. God just wants you guys. He wants to use you so mightily, but right now he's just saying, guys, my children, it's through me. I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. I am the way to walk you into your promised land. I want to show you that I'm provided. That's why I'm putting you in this position. Because if I were to give you all that you want right now, you would forget about me. You are so valued and you are so loved by him. His love for you is so, he's so jealous for you guys. Like, yeah, each and every one of you, like, a God of the universe would be so jealous for us. That he would love us so much to not want you to look into another. Because that's how much he loves you. He loves you so much to allow you to have all that you have. Because he doesn't want to see you gain the world, but with your soul. Each and every one of you guys here today, God has just so much for you. He has so much, and it's beyond words that I can ever explain. But Jesus is saying, he just wants to impress him to him. You're not even over yet. Don't be surprised when it says what he can do in the next three months, guys. Man, I feel like this year is a year of miracles to those willing to believe. And many of you guys, I think that it's too late. Like, man, like, I, I messed up my life already. But God's saying, hey, don't underestimate what he can do in the next three months. The provision, the promises, a lot of you guys are going to be walking you into your season, into your calling, into your purpose. Don't be surprised in the Lord says. He's a God that doesn't see anything abundantly all that we ask for imagine. So that means whatever you're asking the Lord, He is already planning to be much more greater than that. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and were blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.